Welcome to Uncovering the Subconscious Podcast, where I will teach you how to manifest your dream life. My name is Dana, and join me as I travel the world, learning all about mindset and meeting new people that have a story to share. Hi friends, welcome to episode 38, we're at now, of Uncovering the Subconscious. So glad to have you guys back for another episode, super exciting. Um... Yes, so we've got a very exciting episode today, but before I get into that, um, just the normal intro. So if you could please rate the podcast, that would be amazing. You can rate it at the top of the Spotify screen and also send me, give me a follow on TikTok or Insta, which is Soul Traveler Full Stop Coach. Uh, My details will be in the show notes as well. And then before we get into the episode, a quick life update. So I think it's been two weeks since I've gave around two weeks since I've given the life update. So yeah, I went to Slovenia, which was so much fun. Oh my God. I did not actually expect it to be, it, it was kind of a last minute booking trip because I had the dates off, but um, I was kind of like, this will be cool to explore a new country. Um, no, no major expectations. Uh, but yeah, Ljubljana, if I said that correctly, Ljubljana, Slovenia uh, is where I went and I actually had such a great time. I met so many cool people and it really opened my eyes as well that I do want to look into doing long-term travel probably towards the end of this year, uh, where I go probably for three, four months just traveling from hostel to hostel. I have also bought a little portable microphone, which means I'll be able to not only still do podcasts along the way, but also interview other people along the way. So that is super exciting. And also the caves. Oh my God. If you go to Slovenia, I did, uh, I did a post on it on my Instagram page. So soultraveler.coach and I included all the recommendations for Ljubljana. And, um, if any of you have read the books, A Court of Thorns and Roses, um, Valaris, Valaris, uh, well, Court of Mist and Fury is when that first gets introduced. Um, driving up to the caves with the winter and the cold, it just made me feel like I was in Valaris. Like, it was amazing. So I would recommend anyone that's looking at a Europe trip, go and check out Ljubljana, Slovenia. So today's episode is a little bit different today. Um, I am very excited for this though, because it's a very personal episode for me. Uh, so this is something that I've been going through and that I've been experiencing. So I thought I'd make an episode about it for anyone else who's going through the same. And this is about disconnecting from your spiritual side. So I want to, I have made a challenge, a five-week challenge on how you can reconnect with your spirituality. Because honestly, life happens, you get busy and it's like you, you do this huge big change where you come out of the spiritual closet and you learn so much about yourself and you do so much self-work and you develop this belief system and then life gets busy or you have big changes and you lose these habits and these new rituals that are so important to you. Uh, for me, when I moved overseas, it was just easier to drop some of the habits while while I was doing the move and while I was looking for a job and a house and traveling. And then the idea was I'll get back into it eventually. But it's very hard once you've dropped the habit to pick it back up. It's so much easier to drop it than it is to pick it back up. And also for me, another big thing was stopping my tarot card readings, which I stopped that when I moved over again. I just couldn't, I didn't, I couldn't do proper thorough readings while I was in a hostel room, having people walk in and out, in and out. Um, 
but it did lose my kind of connection because as I was doing these tarot card readings, I was gaining a lot more uh, connection to my guides, my higher self. And I was learning a lot more about spirituality because I was putting myself in the situation to learn more. But now with this um, disconnection from the tarot cards, I haven't really, I don't, I think I've maybe touched them two times. I brought them with me, but I've touched them two times. And so that's something I'm thinking of maybe looking back into bringing the offer back out. That's not definite at the moment, but I decided to create this challenge essentially to help me reconnect with my spirituality because I know once I start doing it, I can reconnect and I can go really deep. I just need to set mentally time aside to know that this is going to be one of my priorities. And I want to be able to help other people do the same, people who disconnect with their spirituality and want to find a way to reconnect. And or even if you're having your first spiritual birth, like your first coming out, you're just fresh coming out of your spiritual closet. This is also a great challenge to undertake in order to connect with your belief system. And the way I'm going to do this is I also want to document me doing the challenge as well. So me doing the five week challenge so that you can kind of use the ideas and follow along with it. So I'm going to actually restart my, not restart, but I'm going to start posting again on my TikTok page, which is soul traveler full stop coach. And I'm going to start posting as I do the challenge as well. Uh, So send me a follow on there. If you want to do the challenge and you want to kind of have some inspiration and also like comment and let me know how you're going in your news your new fresh spiritual birth and um yeah follow along keep me updated um also you don't have to do it as I do it I'm going to do it as a five week five days five weeks so five days a week I'm going to try and do at least something or continue this is really I'm overcomplicating this I'll explain it as it comes but yeah follow the TikTok page it will make it so much more simple to follow along as well um I think it is time now to get into the challenge and start explaining the process of it so in the first week of the challenge I want you to start a spiritual practice so this this can be anything and I'm going to include some ideas below and I'm also going to talk about it more on my TikTok Um, But essentially, you need to find something that feeds your soul. So something that you feel so deep within your subconscious. And this spiritual practice that you incorporate and you should incorporate into every day from now on as at least as much as you can. Um, Now, the, the whole point of this spiritual practice is to kind of start your reconnection, but start it slow. So at this point, we're just trying to do like maybe five, 10 minutes a day of this spiritual practice so that you can start introducing it back into your life. So some of the ideas that I would recommend for this. So the first one would be spiritual meditation. Now, not so this isn't just any meditation. This is spiritual meditation. So this is a meditation practice where your attention is to connect with a higher power. So that could be your guides, God, universe, your soul traveler. It all depends on your belief system on who you want to try and connect with. And there are so many free guided meditations that you can find on YouTube, but I'll also in the challenge being including a three minute meditation that you can do to connect to your higher self. So if you can't find one that quite connects to you, then follow the TikTok, my TikTok page, and you'll be able to listen to that one. So again, trying to do this at least once a day, if you miss some days, it's not that big a deal. Just don't get out of the rhythm out of get out of the rhythm of it. The second idea I'd recommend, and this is the one that I will probably try and do, uh, that I will do, is 
connect with tarot cards or any kind of cat cards, oracle cards, any kind of spiritual cards. So this is this doesn't have to be you don't have to be an expert to be able to do this. You can be a complete beginner. But connecting with tarot cards is just such a great way to open up your communication with your spirituality, uh, with your guides, with that higher being. And tarot cards, it helps you connect to such a deeper inner level of awareness. And if you're someone that actually knows a lot about tarot cards, I would still recommend starting from the beginning. So relearn the meaning behind the cards, but also trust trust the feeling and vibration that you feel from each card intuitively. So just try and get a deeper meaning, a deeper connection with the cards so that, yeah, you can have more of this emotional connection. Like it's, it's kind of like a new friend. It's like the tarot cards are a new friend. You want to... You want to be able to interact with this new friend so you can gain a deeper awareness of, of the cards and your subconscious. And if you don't have cards, you can't afford cards or anything like that, you can actually use a deck of cards. So if you use playing cards, it won't be, you won't get all the major arcana. You will still get the full because the full represents the joker, um, but you won't get all the other major arcana, but you can still do the minor arcana. So the clubs represents the wands which is like action, passion, inspiration. The hearts represent the cups, emotions, feelings, fulfillment, love and loss. The spades, of course, represents the swords, which is about your thoughts and communication, basically everything to do with your mind. And the diamonds represent the pentacles. And so this is about money, the material world, um, your home. Uh, So yeah, you can use a Deck of playing cards if you really, really want to do tarot, but you don't have tarot cards with you or you can't afford it. Um, Google, jump on Google, you'll get a more in-depth explanation of what each card is. But yeah, interact with playing cards, interact with uh, tarot cards. It's all about the intention that goes behind it. The next thing I would recommend is find a spiritual book. So this is also a great spiritual practice. So find a book that you've been really wanting to read and buy it. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a physical copy. It could be an audio, it could be an ebook, whatever, whatever best you best connect with when reading. For me, I prefer physical books. And then set yourself a challenge. And I I used to do this and I found it helpful to also have an alarm as a reminder. And essentially you need to read at least 10 minutes a day. So read 10 minutes of this book right before you go to bed is the best time I find or right as you get up in the morning. But set your set your timer for 10 minutes and read 10 minutes of this book. And you'll actually be really shocked at how much knowledge you gain of spirituality just by reading 10 minutes a day. And if you need some ideas for what kind of books, the ones I would recommend is Super Attractor by Gabrielle Bernstein, Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty, or The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. Byrne? Byrne? Anyway, um, but do some Googling, see if there's any books that stand out to you and just focus on reading that book at least 10 minutes a day. The next spiritual practice I would suggest is yoga because yoga, oh my God, yoga is such a great way to connect not only with your mind, but also your body and even your soul. Like your yoga is just this amazing spiritual practice and you can just connect and gain such a better understanding of your body while calming your mind at the same time. So aim to do five, 10 minutes a day of yoga, add it into your daily ritual. Um, it can also be really beneficial because I like for me, I find whenever I have a sore back, five minutes of yoga and I'm feeling so much better. So 
It's about like making your body feel good and your mind feel good. And this allows you to connect to a deeper level of your consciousness. You can even try to look up some spiritual yogas or maybe do a yoga then a meditation would be a really good idea as well. The final thing, well, the final spiritual practice I'm going to recommend, but I mean, it, it doesn't have to be one of these. You can Google and you can find another option. But the final one I'm going to talk about is journaling. Again, take 10 minutes a day just to journal. And what I loved, I used to do this, I think I used to do 20 minutes a day. And what I loved so much about this is whatever I was going through in the moment, I would just Google like journaling prompts for this issue. So if I was going through kind of a fear-based, like I couldn't do something because I was scared, I'd Google that and then I would answer the questions for 20 minutes. And it just, it helps you connect to a deeper part of yourself and also allows you to work through blocks that are holding you back from this revelation deep deep within because sometimes we get scared of the answer and we push away and we don't let ourselves answer it but past that scary answer is an even better answer that can actually help us grow so journaling is a really really good way to do uh, to connect deeper and you can even search spiritual questions way to connect deeper with your spirituality um in the tiktok i will also include some ways that you some some questions that you can use to connect deeper so that is week one of the five week challenge so essentially you choose one of those and you try and do it every day for the first week however for me i'm going to do each of those to show you what it's like show you how it works so again uh on the tiktok you'll be able to follow along with that and that brings us to week two of the five week challenge and week two is about changing a bad habit by facing your ego so i do actually already have a i think i already have an episode i'm 99 percent sure i already have an episode on changing habits uh, also atomic habits is a really really good book to read on this uh but yes I have an episode on changing habits and you can gain assistance in how you can continue to change this habit, but I'm going to talk briefly about it and I'm going to incorporate it into the week. Essentially, I want you to work out, and this may be helpful even in your journaling from week one, but work out one bad habit that is not assisting you in life. So for example, for me, I have noticed lately that I'm leaning a lot more towards the negative. Uh, If someone has let me down before, I am leaning to the fact that they will let me down again. But do you know what happens then is they let me down Uh, because we know how manifestation works. The energy you put out is the energy you get back, both spiritually and physically, because you are putting this distrust into this other person. So why will they work hard to try and prove you wrong when you're already telling them that they're going to let you down? Um, so this is what I mean. So working out this bad habit. So for me, it's this distrust, this negativity, and even sometimes gossip. I feel like gossip can be very easy for me to do. And I don't even realize I'm doing it and I don't like it. It's something that I feel like is, I, I need to work on. And, um, and I think that again, comes down to self-esteem issues where I focus on the negative first and I always, I'm, I'm started to see the worst in people. Sounds very negative, but it's just, something I've noticed lately in myself and I, I want to work deeper into changing that because like for me I know 100% it's a defense mechanism from being a people pleaser it's like I, I <laughs> I'm trying too hard to please people that I even out on the other side by getting defensive so with this week too working out this habit is really important and for this week I'm going to do a five-step process of working through this habit 
Uh, I don't want to go on too much deeper detail in the podcast. I, I want to go more detail when I do the actually do the challenge myself. Um, so yeah, on on my TikTok, I will go through each of the five step process towards working on this bad habit. Because the problem with a bad habit is it really puts up blocks with your spirituality. For me, again, with the negativity, how am I supposed to connect with myself deeper or with my higher self, with my guides, when I am so focused on so many negative things, when I'm not even giving people a chance? I'm just automatically expecting the worst. That's never going to help. And it's always going to, well, it will, yeah, it will always manifest the worst results for myself. If this bad habit that you want to change is causing you to be negative, then you are halting your spiritual growth. So week two, that's the end of week two, um, the five-step process I'll undertake and I want you guys to join with me and we'll work through changing that bad habit that comes up for you. Again, we don't need to chuck in a whole lot of bad habits at once. We just want to work on one and that will be our connecting deeper with our spirituality for week two. And that will lead us on to our week three of our five-week reconnecting to spirituality process. Um, And so week three is a really much more positive one, and that is make a friend with similar beliefs, similar beliefs. So having having a friend that makes you feel good is really, really important. Irrelevant of whether or not you have the same belief system, I have many friends that have really changed my days, have really brightened my days and made me feel really, really good about friendships that don't share my belief system. However, when it comes to spiritual growth, having that friend that you can talk to about that, that makes you feel good as well and has those spiritual beliefs, it can be so enlightening and it can really allow you to connect deeper because you can get into really, really deep conversations about spirituality and about your belief system and being able to talk about that and also teach that friend your beliefs and listen to their beliefs and it's really going to strengthen your connection to your spirituality and having this person it gives you someone to speak to when something big occurs when when you have a revelation in your spirituality and this can just help kind of cement the fact and show the truth behind what your belief is So in week three, what I want you to do is find a spiritual friend. And again, on the five-week process on TikTok, I'm going to go into five five steps that you can take in that week, five steps that you should take in that week to find this spiritual friend. So when, when I talk about it here, it's kind of more of an overview, but in my TikTok, I'm going to go in more detail about what you should do each day in order to work up to finding that spiritual friend. But essentially, like different ways you can do it is get on Bumble Friends, go to events that reflect your belief, like meditation, yoga, or depending on your belief, it could be church. Like go to things that, go to places that will surround you with people that are of similar mind to you. And once you find this friend, spend as much time with them as you can. Like engage with them. Be open to their version of their beliefs so you can grow with them and they grow with you. And that is the end of the week three. Um, and we'll again, I'll go deeper into that, into the TikTok. Uh, but let's get on to the next week. Which leads us to our fifth and final week of the challenge. And the four other weeks is working up to this important fifth week. And that is about investing and trusting in yourself. 
So before you can properly invest in yourself, you need to learn to trust in yourself. So stop making excuses for your own behavior. You need to work out. So instead of being like, oh, I did this because of this, or I did this because of this, like these reasons for doing things that are just excuses. Instead, you need to work out whether the thing you did, you need to apologize for, or you need to own your behavior behavior with no shame. Because if you're anything like the people pleaser inside myself, it's so easy and comforting to just take the pressure of yourself by blaming it essentially on a different part of yourself. Your ego will step in and tell you that you did something wrong or you were embarrassing. You should be ashamed of something. Um, But that's, it's a bit of bullshit. Like, I think this is a big revelation that I've had this week. And it's, I've been working on it this week and I've been owning a bit more. And it's trying to make excuses for your actions or joking off your actions. For example, say you make a big decision at work and it, or you make a decision at work that doesn't turn out well and it doesn't result as you want it to. And then instead of just being like, yeah, I wanted to try it. Like I gave it a go. It didn't work out, but I'm glad I tried. Now I know. Instead you go, oh, I was so exhausted that day. I didn't think through that decision. Um, that the, yeah, it was, it was just because I was exhausted. It's making excuses for yourself instead of just owning it. Or if you go out and drink and you, and you do something when you drink and you're really like, you wake up the next day with that hang, hang anxiety going, oh my God, how embarrassing. I shouldn't have done that. Was the behavior bad? Was it to the point that you should apologize for it? Or was it just something you did and just own it and just be like, yeah, okay, I did it. But like, I had a good time. I had fun. I didn't hurt anyone. And that's all there is to it. It's not anything to be ashamed of. It's just you enjoyed yourself or you did something wrong and you should apologize for it. So there's a difference. So learn to either just learn to trust in yourself and to know when to, so when to apologize and when to own your behavior. Because this in-between excuses is just it in the moment it feels really good and it feels like okay I saved a little bit of the embarrassment but then it doesn't last and then you just end up feeling like put off making a decision next time or like against going out and having having fun next time because you've got such shame surrounding it and so this learning to trust and own your behaviors is what I'll I will focus on in the first part of the fifth week. And then the next step in that is investing in yourself. And there's so many ways you can do this, but only you can decide what action to take. And only you can decide whether you're going you're going to actually put this investment into yourself or whether you're going to take small steps and not really invest. And after doing the five-week challenge, after doing the four other weeks, I really feel, feel like you'll be more open and more willing to do this and to invest in yourself. And I really want you to take the power of the last four weeks. And with this as well, like the the other four weeks, you should still be incorporating those behaviors into the fifth week. So you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have this disconnection. You You should be able to invest. And some examples I want to include of how you can invest. It can be starting a university course, something you've always been dreaming of, investing in a coaching, a coaching course, or maybe a coaching group putting in money and time into working to begin and start and get your new business off the ground or even like seeing a therapist. There's something that will help you or help your business or help something that belongs to you 
grow. That is how you invest in yourself. And it can be through money. It can be through time. There's so many different ways you can invest in yourself. And I'll go into more details on that in the process um, during week five. Because the end result is when you invest in yourself, you open yourself to so many more opportunities to learn more about that power you hold within and how our higher self, because this is the goal, it's to connect with that higher being, that higher self. And the way to do that is to trust in yourself and know that you already have inside of you, the you are already whole and you already have it inside of you. You just need to start acting like it. And that would then bring us to the end of the five week reconnecting to your spirituality. And the thing I love about this challenge is it's just, it's about connecting to your spirituality, spirituality, but it's also about connecting to your mindset. And it's about having trust in yourself and just learning that you have everything within you already and you just need to allow it to come out. And it brings us to week four of the five week process. And that is connect with kindness and learn to live through kindness and trust in yourself so being positive to not only others but also yourself will really put you on a high vibration so being able to find that kindness within like and that love for yourself and that kindness for yourself even in difficult situation it will empower you so deeply inside and once you find that kindness within yourself, you will be able to find it a lot easier to give that kindness to other people. The people in the world that don't show much kindness, that don't show much generosity, they likely have a lot of self-esteem issues. And because it's kind of the fact like if I'm not getting it, then why should they? That's a mentality a lot of people live by. But when you can find that kindness within yourself without it having to be material, it's really, really powerful to be able to then send that elsewhere. So I have done a previous episode not long ago about generosity and about how powerful of emotion it is. And I would recommend listening to that episode too for a bit more guidance. But essentially, it's just about learning that kindness within. This week, um, we'll again be doing the five-step process of that week, uh, one day each, to work towards giving that kindness to other people. So the start of the week will be about uh, showing that to yourself and it will work into showing it to others. Because the thing is with kindness, there's so many different ways you can show it. You can do it through time, through money, through presence, like just being there. Um, And yeah, there's just so many, so many ways. Again, I speak about it in more detail in the generosity episode. And another thing about kindness is it's also so related to just being in the present moment and being aware what is happening. So when you learn to be in the present moment, you will be able to be more aware of when somebody need your help so when you learn to live in the present your intuition will help guide you to when you need to help someone versus when you need to help yourself because you can't live in the present you can't be aware of what's happening around you and have full faith in your intuition when you're still living in the past or you're living in the future like you need to work on letting go of the past and stop putting so much pressure on the future and don't judge yourself for past mistakes or things that you haven't done right or things that you may not get in the future you need to work on being in the present moment and this can be through meditation or noticing your emotions right now uh, naming five of each sense so like just standing and saying five things you see, five things you hear, five things you smell, five things you taste, five things that you can feel. Um, so in the five-step process for this week, I will go into different things. I w- as I mentioned already, I will start off with showing kindness to yourself and then I w- will talk about being in the present moment and then work up to kindness for others. 
And that is the end of week four. And that does bring us to the end of the episode. So just a bit of a conclusion. The five-week process is find a spiritual practice, change a bad habit, make a spiritual friend, connect with kindness, and learn to trust and invest in yourself. I'm so, so excited about this five-week process, and I'm so excited to start filming it and start doing it on TikTok as well for you guys to join, for you guys to kind of do your own challenge and be a part of it and learn to reconnect or to connect with your spirituality. Um, I will be starting this. I will be aiming to start it tomorrow from when this episode comes out. Otherwise, it will be the following week. Um, It is the start of the week right now, but I'll update you guys on my Insta, on my TikTok, onto when it will be starting. Um, But I am so, so excited to have you guys join me for this five-week challenge, and I would love to hear anything that you go through during the challenge and if there's anything you think could be added in, any anything at all, I just love to hear from you guys. Um, so even if you're not sure if you want to start the challenge yet, follow my TikTok soul traveler, full stop coach, and just join me as I go through the challenge and just see if it's something that calls to you. You don't have to do it at the same time as me. Those videos are going to stay up there. So just follow the process and see if the inspiration sparks for you to start to use it yourself. So although I have mentioned it multiple, multiple times this episode, just to recap, um, follow me on the TikTok, Soul Traveler Full Stop Coach. Same for the Instagram, Soul Traveler Full Stop Coach. Um, and I think if you can rate the podcast, that would be amazing as well. But yeah, I think that brings us to the end of the episode. So to finish off the episode today, I do actually have a travel story for this episode because I've actually started traveling again, which is great. And I also have a quote to end, but we'll start with the travel story. So this is from when I was in Slovenia, which I mentioned at the start of the episode. Um, And this was just a really, really cool experience I had. So we stayed at a hostel, it was Hostel Cecilica, Cecilica, and right next door within like one minute walk away was a club and so we went to this club they were playing like 80s rock music uh it was really really cool actually really good music we had all just met each other that day so there was about six seven of us and we had all just met and we were just like on a high like we were just having so much fun we were dancing um and it wasn't a very packed club but it was just it was just a lot of fun and one of the girls knocked me at one point, like she tapped my arm and she's like, and she pointed and the club door had opened. And for an Australian, especially, uh, you, I feel like for anyone, I feel like it's still special, but for an Australian, especially, you have to understand how special this felt. Like as the door opened, you could just see outside to snow starting to fall down. And it honestly just looks so magical. And I posted a few videos on my story and I'll probably post something eventually again of the pictures and videos we took. But we ended up going out like short sleeves and all to play in the snow. And it was so much fun. Like seven, actually, no, I think at that point it was five, six of us girls that had just met each other that day playing in the snow, like laughing, chucking snow at each other. Like it was just such a magical experience. And it's such a soul traveler experience where you're just, you feel so whole and you feel so like, yourself and you feel like you can just be yourself and you can just enjoy yourself and it, it was honestly a really incredible experience and again so we are at the end of the episode and i hope you enjoyed that travel story and just to finish off with a quote from mandy hale you'll learn as you get older that rules are made to be broken be bold enough to live life on your terms and never ever apologize for it 
Go against the grain, refuse to conform, take the road less travelled instead of the well-beaten path. Laugh in the face of adversity and leap before you look. Dance as though everybody is watching. March to the beat of your own drummer and stubbornly refuse to fit in. And to finish off, don't forget to embrace your soul traveller. Bye, friends.